0: Instant Reaction Podcast, HawkeyeNation.com. Andrew Downs here with you on a Sunday afternoon as Iowa gets a little Christmas Day revenge over 16th-ranked Minnesota. Uh, Fifth-ranked Iowa, an 86-71 to 71 win over the Gophers at Carver Hawkeye Arena. In a game where Iowa led by just two at halftime and opened the second half with a 22-4 to four run and really kind of put the game away, Minnesota... You know, made it close, got it within 10 a couple of times in the second half. But I was able to hit some shots down the stretch, some big shots from Joe Wieskamp and Jordan Bohannon and Luca Garza, all three whose name you'll hear a lot in this podcast because that's the story of the game for the Hawkeyes. Uh, But I was able to kind of pull away there at the end. And cruise to a 15 point win, a fourth straight win for the Hawkeyes, uh, four straight since the loss at Minnesota on Christmas Day, a loss that certainly sticks in all of our craws. As I was up seven in the final minute of that game and unable to hit a couple free throws or stop some three point shots, uh, gave up some big threes in, in overtime and and were beaten there. For I was only Big Ten loss of the season, uh, so nice to get that revenge uh, for the Hawkeyes as they complete a, another two and zero week. And will go into their game Thursday at Michigan State uh, as a top five team in the country. With Michigan State almost certainly falling out of the rankings, uh, they were twenty third this last week and lost to Purdue on Friday night. Uh, so Iowa going to, I guess they're it's it's in Iowa City. That game is uh, in Iowa City. Um, so Michigan State coming to Iowa, likely unranked and a top five Hawkeye team. Uh, so that should be a fun game Later this week But back to this game And, and as I said The the big three In Luca Garza Joe Wieskamp And Jordan Bohannon The Hawkeyes scored 86 points today Those three scored 72 <laughs> 72 of the 86 Came from those three players And uh, and they all played really really well Obviously Luka Garza with 33 points The battle between he and Liam Robbins was really, really fun to watch. Robbins had 10 points, six rebounds, um, and you know has shown that he is good enough to play in, in the Big Ten, and probably as good of a one-on-one big man battle as we've seen Luka Garza engage in, but obviously Luka got the best of that with the 33 points, 13 of 20, shooting a one big three-pointer, a fun three-pointer to see him hit, as Minnesota took a lead late in the first half, and Bohannon came down and just kind of handed the ball to, you know, pitched it back to Garza, knowing he was going to hit that three. I think Cody Hills had a tweet uh, showing that as as Bohannon makes the pass to Garza, he just starts kind of casually jogging back down the court because he knows that Garza's making that shot when Minnesota takes that one-point lead, and and Garza's going to get that, that lead right back. So Garza had five rebounds, three assists, a block, a couple of turnovers. And just a, uh, I mean – It's to the point, and it has been for a while. He was 6 of 8 from the free throw line, by the way, which was huge. A lot of in ones for him. It's been like this for a while, but we, it's, and it's understandable. I think it'd be impossible for us to fully um, appreciate having Luca Garza on this team, being able to watch him in an Iowa Hawkeye uniform. I think it's going to be one of these things that years, years and probably decades to come, uh, we will be talking about when we saw Luca Garza play and the types of plays he made. He made a play early in this game uh, where I, I don't even know how he got the ball up and it we didn't even all freak out about it. you know he did he certainly doesn't. He made that step through layup against Minnesota. It was just he does these things that if if anybody else did them once, we'd all be like, oh my God, what a move. Um, and yet we're so used to seeing it from Luca Garza you know, to have him have thirty three points and not even feel like that was, you know, a huge night a huge day for him. He certainly played well and is a big reason why Iowa won, but um, it's a a quiet thirty three points somehow. And it's something that I think we naturally will take for granted to some extent and we will miss for a long, long, long time to come. Watching Luka Garza play is, is truly a, a A really really fun thing it's it's a special thing and i hope we all uh, can fully enjoy it the rest of this season i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here is in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Jordan Bohannon continues his run of great games. Uh, He is kind of back. Uh, And I talked about this on, on the podcast the other night. After the Maryland win. I mean, Bohannon, the way he is playing right now is is what you would expect. Is what you have expected from him his senior season. uh, Because of what he has done up until now. And it's really good to see him kind of back to form. Hitting big shots. Hitting long shots. uh, But doing a lot more than that tonight. I mean, this is one of the best games we've ever seen him play. 5 of 8 from the field. 4 of 7 from three point line. 5 of 6 from free throw. Weird that he even missed a free throw. But he had 19 points. He had 14 assists and zero turnovers. 14 assists, 7 rebounds, and zero turnovers. It's It was incredible the way he played and the way he has been playing, I think, for the fourth straight game. Now in, in Iowa's four wins, uh, Jordan Bohannon has played really, really well. And this is a different team when he is playing like this. He's a different player when he feels like this or, or when he, you know, I don't know how he feels, but... When it seems like he's feeling it the way he is Uh, And Well and then Joe Wieskamp 7 of 9 from from the floor 3 of 3 from behind the arc 3 of 4 from free throw But he had 6 rebounds, couple of assists And 20 points And He To see him get going again Has has been really cool CJ Frederick needs to to get going Um, I don't know how he's going to figure this out Chad Lysico, I think it was, who said, you know, maybe he needs to start shooting, tried to shoot out of the slump, and, and maybe that's the case. Um, we'll see how CJ gets going here. Having a bit of a lull, kind of like Joe Wieskamp did last season. Hopefully, it doesn't last as long as as Joe's did uh, a year ago. Connor McCaffrey, you know, another fairly quiet game statistically. Three points on that. Uh, just another nice three point shot. A couple of steals, a couple of assists. But the, the one assist he made to Wieskamp after making that steal on the other end of the floor. If you haven't seen this, the Hawkeye Nation Twitter account has a video of it. It's incredible the, the pass he makes to Joe Wieskamp. First, you kind of think it's going to Garza because he's down there too, but no, it goes behind him, behind his man, somehow in front of Wieskamp's man and right to Wieskamp for an easy layup. Um, what a what a nice pass from him. Jack Nunji, a big night as well. Ten rebounds. Uh, you know, not great offensively. He hit a three, or no, I'm sorry. He didn't hit a 3. He got 3 points. Um but 10 rebounds and was was really active and it was nice to see that from him. Keegan Murray, you know, didn't have the game that we've kind of expected uh, him to have now. It's funny to he's played so much like he was older than a freshman. Uh this was a freshman game from him. Two fouls early, so didn't play much in the first half. Did come back with two fouls in the first half, which is rare from a Fran McCaffrey player, but ultimately got another foul fairly quickly in the second half and didn't play a whole lot. No points, uh, three turnovers for him. So not a great day for Keegan Murray. Patrick McCaffrey scored four points. A couple of times it seemed like he had a good look or um, should have had a good look, but almost... Uh, got the ball in too good of a position, if that makes sense. Like, he wasn't ready for the feed uh, where he hadn't. If, if he had been ready for it, he probably could have just stuck it right up and, and in. Uh, but the game will come to him. It'll slow down a little bit. We've had a couple of games. He played well uh, against Maryland with 10 points and you know certainly didn't play bad tonight, four points, four rebounds. Uh, and then Joe Toussaint just not making a huge impact right now. Just hasn't – you know, he plays. He gets his minutes and – It's noticeable when he's in there, but uh, not making a huge impact uh, on the stat line really uh, anywhere. So tonight it was really about, well, you know, slowing down some of Minnesota's kind of fluky hot shooting, certainly, certainly fluky at the end of the game in overtime, last uh, up in Minneapolis, Uh, but they didn't have the fluky hot shooting tonight for the most part, and um you know, just didn't, weren't able to, once Iowa went on that run to start the second half, just they, they really weren't able to answer um, at all. And so a nice win for the Hawks. So looking quickly at the Big Ten standings, Iowa moves into a tie in the win column with Michigan and Illinois. Uh, still half a game behind the Wolverines. They are 5-0, and Iowa and Illinois both 5-1, and and Wisconsin at 4-1. and and then a group at three and three, three and four, uh, and and beyond that, Michigan State, Iowa's next opponent now two and four, in Big Ten play again after Friday night's loss at home to Purdue, uh, and the Hawkeyes next you know upcoming schedule. These are these are big games, not because they're against ranked teams. Iowa now nine wins in a row at home against ranked teams, so doing the doing what you need to do against good teams. Now you need to go take care of business against some not-so-great teams, some teams that you're supposed to beat. You really should run this four-game win streak to an eight-game win streak going into that game at Illinois on Friday, January 29th. I know that's a lot to ask. It's a lot to say you you should have an eight-game winning streak in Big Ten play in a year like this where the league is this stacked. But if you're going to win the league... And those are the expectations we have for this team. Those are the, These are the types of runs you need to go on. And these next four are the types of games you need to win. Because as I said, Michigan State almost certainly won't be ranked Thursday when they come to Iowa City. You go to Northwestern next Monday on Martin Luther King Day. Uh, and that that's a game you should win. And then you host Indiana and Nebraska. Again, both games that you need to win. So if Iowa can do that, Get to 9-1 and one in Big Ten play heading into that Illinois game. Who knows what Illinois looks like between now and then. But that's kind of the game we all have circled right now, right, is that Illinois game. Because then you've got Ohio State, Indiana, and then another kind of run here with Rutgers, Michigan State, Wisconsin. And then towards the end of the season, I mean, that, that final week, that first week of March, Iowa at Michigan, home against Wisconsin, That could be what the Big Ten comes down to, how you fare in those two games. You know, it could be a three-team race at that point between those three. Illinois, I'm sure, will have something to say about that. But uh, really setting up to be a fun, fun fight here. But again, expectations are lofty for this Hawkeye team, and so to say that they should win the next four I don't think is is ridiculous. Looking at Illinois' uh, schedule just quickly because I was curious – they're probably gonna run their record to to nine and one in the Big Ten. Ten and one, I guess. They have five games left. They played a night against Maryland. Uh they're at Nebraska on Wednesday. Home against Ohio State, home against Penn State, at Michigan State. So there's a pretty good chance, decent chance that that they win all five of those games and you know, if that's the case, then Iowa and Illinois coming into that single matchup this season, uh, red hot—that would be fun. Let's—I I sign up for that right now. Let's keep this rivalry uh, at the forefront of everybody's minds in the Big Ten a fun game a fun day it's been a fun season and a fun couple of weeks as hawkeye fans and hopefully that continues we'll have this game covered from rick brown john bonacamp rob howe uh, myself and joe he's gonna to get together and do a podcast this week and then of course uh thursday night michigan state comes to iowa city it's an eight o'clock tip and uh we'll have a late night instant reaction podcast for you whether you want to listen to it that night or friday morning on your way to work i do appreciate you listening go hawks